0: Can take your seats. We'll do announcements at the end. And Belinda, uh, remind me to remind you to remind me. Thank you. We'll take an offering at the end, announcements at the end. I just feel to just get straight into it. I'm going to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you that you're here. We just thank you for such a time as this. We thank you, Lord. Um, we just thank you for keeping us on the live stream today. <laughs> And we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you for your ability to break through every foul spirit because they've already lost and you've already won. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, brilliant. So I want to develop a, 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 a theme that came up during the week. But firstly, just in case you're wondering, you're on the right track, we're on the right track. Honestly, like we really, we really, really are. I think the first the first meeting of the year, I, was, I got a word I remember speaking to Belinda and and I felt the word awakening and rejoicing. I got the specific rejoicing and awakening and then I brought that out, and Belinda goes, well that's funny because I heard thanksgiving and outpouring. And look what's happening over in America in the colleges. Look what's happening. And so what you have, it's not just people getting in touch, it's people worshipping the Lord. And there's been, uh, you know, an Asprey and I think there's maybe another dozen other Campuses where God's moving, uh, specifically, I think Generation Z, and um, um, you know, I mean, we need Generation Z getting touched because otherwise, we're going to have World War Z. All right, so uh, we know quite amazing, really. And here, like, I want to encourage people who've been coming out. The only if I'm not here, it means because I've got a meeting on. I love. See, I've got to be designated driver. Now, some of you guys saw me get as drunk as a skunk the other day. And, and as good as that is, to witness that, I can't do that here. But something is a like, what, what am I doing here? I'm just witnessing some crazy clown show. So, so basically is that we'd, we've got Tabernacle of David from eight to, uh, 7 to 8.30, um, Monday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We've got our usual Tuesday night meetings. But, um, but for those who've been coming along, a lot more has been happening around you than maybe in front of your eyes. We are seeing unusual supernatural alignments in favor because of this. See the point of worshiping the Lord, there's an exchange. You get angels ascending and descending. I think just after the service last Sunday, I think uh, 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 I'm led to believe Jane uh, and Eleanor prayed for a gentleman first time here. He had a totally deaf ear uh, and just opened right up and he was like, "Whoa like this. I mean that's come on, you can praise God. that's) Operations had metal in his ear and whatnot, so so this this is this is we're at the beginning of something amazing. But there's a lot of things I can't really share about. There's a lot of things I can't read. Really, we're good. All right, uh, a lot of things I can't share about. But behind the scenes, God's doing way more than we understand. But we have to, if we want to see angels ascending and descending, it's engaging with the throne. What I want to talk about today is the inevitability. Everyone has an appointment with the throne of God inevitability of it and that for me that's an exciting inevitability in other words Jesus has already won and so we've got to make sure whose side we're on as opposed to it got on our side no, are we on his side <laughs> and so I, I want to talk about some things that, 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 that I want to bring something to the table that's really really exciting but it's it, it's it's got some cutting edge on it and there's no wiggle room I want to bring a no wiggle room reality check today that's very very exciting but something that the Lord wants to develop. And so um, let's just start with Matthew chapter 7, if we can. Now, this is everyone is in this. Everyone is in this, Matthew chapter 7. Okay, do we have the verses? Yep, all right. Okay. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, so Jesus is saying this, and does them. So hearing and does, hearing and does. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended it and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. So that he heard, they heard and did the word. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them. So both people heard the word. So you can hear the word, doesn't guarantee anything. Because as I say, ad nauseum or, well, ad nauseum is everything, most things that we share are prescriptive. They're an invitation to action. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. So, what we have is that in life is going to be pressure. There will be pressure in crises. It's 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 inevitable. The only way you can avoid that is change planets. Okay, that's the only way. When you start to realize that something's inevitable. You can actually prepare. You can actually prepare. So what we've had. So we've been talking about that, whether we realise it or not. You know, can you imagine uh, 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 being a young person and you in the in the 60s and you get conscripted into the Vietnam War? That's very concrete. Can you imagine in the first and the second World War? You know, the ANZACS and a war going like this. And, but what's happening now is abstract, but it's a war. It's a war taking place, but it's a lot more abstract and it needs discernment. People can easily disassociate from what's happening and go, I don't know, it doesn't change the fact that it's happening. There's war being waged in a very, very passive-aggressive, overt, covert, Marxist, on every level, cultural, generational, it's really, really happening. And crises and pressure are inevitable. So in the times of peace, the churches in the West can tend to go, I'm going to accumulate more information and I'm going to become a hyper-consumer of spiritual goods and services. But that doesn't mean anything. Unless we hear and do. You could hear a great message on prayer and go, yeah, wow, I understand that. And not even put in five seconds. And we've got to be careful that because that, right now we're coming to a season where we know what's on the inside of us. Now, I've got, if someone was to look at my CV, my background, they'd go, wow, what a diverse skill set and background. Or if you're a psychologist, you'd say, wow, he has ADHD. <laughs> and I remember I was a youth worker and I was thrown right into a crucible. And uh, and I remember one of the people that employed me and said this, it stuck in my head. He said, Todd, the only thing that you are is what you keep under pressure. It's the only thing you really are. So the rest is window dressing. We can go to conferences and darling, sweetie, sweetie, darling and sort of like, oh, you look fabulous and all this sort of stuff. It's not real. It's not real. That stuff will evaporate like a snowflake in Alice Springs. Okay, We're coming to a place of things are manifesting a certain way. Now, I remember one of the things when I shared this, there used to be a vaccine schedule at school and you know, I think that for, for, for those in there, in the, I've got a round dot on my shoulder. It's, I think it's, was it the TP injection? because TB's going around isn't it anyway the TB injection like this I remember there was a guy real real you know play football big solid ma- masculine guy and we're lining up to get the TB shot sort of like you know um, and, and chatting away and then all of it and you, this guy's like you know good looking a, a solid build tall a very athletic like this and uh, someone was talking to him in line he just disappeared what the heck line up to get the injection you know it's a real quick quick one really get the injection like this and I, where's he gone he fainted <laughs> and you go oh my gosh the pressure got to him and you could see what was going on the inside so 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 looks can be deceiving and so <laughs> and, and 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 the bible talks about tribulation tribulation is pressure it's just pressure now well, let's just use a synonym here let's use the word crisis Crisis is a a concentration of information. You can have two people go through the identical crises. The crises is an external stimuli. But then what happens, that external stimuli could be financial hardship. It could be a, a, a pandemic. It could be something like that. You've got an external stimuli, but they are interpreted through two separate filters, grids, and structures. So someone completely falls starts shaking like a loose tooth and the other person is, is completely fine. So, so it's not about what's happening externally. It's whether we've built, heard God's words and applied them and so our inner world is built on the rock. Can someone say amen? This is inevitable. So, so when you go, well, it's inevitable. I can't get around this. Well, then we can build with the Lord. We can actually do what He tells us to do and it actually strengthens and fortifies us. Now, what I want to talk about now... Um, is your calling, your calling. That's why you're physically here today, okay? That's why you're serving the Lord. That's why you're on the right side of history and you're engaging destiny. Let's talk about the call of God that comes out of eternity into the time, space, world and lays a hold of you. I remember my calling. It caught me by total surprise. I was raised an atheist. I was like... the the, the the continual levels of shock of my life number one there is a God because I was raised there was no God right and I'm like there's a God (laughs) you know six months later there's a God (laughs) And, and then I had to engage it but that calling came out of the realm of the spirit from the throne that's what happened to you God spoke out of eternity into the time space world and it started to lay a hold of you and this is not just sort of like, okay, I have a plan and a purpose. I've got to fulfill it. That's a big part of it. But I'm, uh, uh, what, I wanna, what I'm going to outline here applies to every one of us here. But it actually messes with the time-space continuum. It messes with past, present, and future. It's completely, uh, 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 this is why we need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So this is an essential part of who you are and your calling. So let's do Second Peter. I love this one. Um, It says, grace and peace be multiplied to you, so not added, multiplied, in the knowledge of God, knowing God, in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power, his dunamis, his exousia, his kratos, his divine power has given to us all things. This is not a future event. So you might not see something manifest in your life. God says, you actually have all things. So in that timeless, eternal dimension, God says you're complete. That's the realm of heaven. So as His divine power has already given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, everything, how? Through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue, by which having been given us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these, this is is insane, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, and having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, So not only you call, but God says, son, daughter, my calling's laid a hold of you and what I've given you is complete. What we then do is we lay a hold of this calling. For me, my calling was so drastic, it was both exhilarating and traumatic. Because I said yes to the Lord, not understanding anything, and that marginalized my social standing but I went I can't deny this God is real then what happens is you start to engage that process some of you here you're not close to your family because they didn't like your decision for Christ some of you here your friends your friendship groups or whatever you've made a decision for Jesus and and then you've actually got to go through process so here's an interesting one I heard this one from who remembers Derek Prince When you're analysing the word calling in the English vernacular, a calling from heaven is a combination of an invitation to a party and a summons to court. So what you have, that sense of, oh my goodness, the invitation to eternal life, blessing, knowing God, wow, wow but the gravity of an appearance and an invitation on a judicial level before the judge of the universe. Isn't that fascinating? And so what I want to do is I want to break that down and talk about what this looks like. But we're getting called out of that perfect eternal realm of completion. And it's not just God's calling us from the future or he's in the past predicting it. God's outside of time. He's omnipresent. So so time, I'm not saying it's a construct, but boy, it's not what we think it is. It's not what we think it is because when you go in the realm of the Spirit, you start to see some things. Now, your call is a holy call, but a holy call might not necessitate a holy walk. The calling on your life is a holy call, but you might go, uh, yeah, I believe, the holiness thing, maybe, I don't know. Now, we can say, oh, yes, amen. We're talking about your subconscious, okay? Now, anytime I hear the voice of the Spirit... It's tattooed on me permanently. So, I'm driving. I had would had an old model BMW. I'm coaching tennis. I'm going up to Kingswood Tennis Club. <coughs> I was coaching there for about four or five years. Uh, gosh, a long time ago. Driving up to the tennis courts, you know, you get out the the, the shopping tr- not the shopping, trying to get the, the the laundry basket full of tennis balls, and you've got they go out there and, you know, I, I, I actually love doing it, a bit working, you know. Um, anyway, I'm just I'm pulling up in the car and I hear the voice, of the Lord, and it says this. Be holy, for I am holy. And I'm going, whoa. And, and, and as I'm considering that, I heard, then heard him say, shouldn't all children want to be like their father? So there's a holy call. There's a holy call. But it doesn't mean a holy work, walk. Because biologically, we are, hard, we are hardwired. I nearly went South African on you. We're hard. Hardwired, right? We're hardwired. It's from the heart. It's from the heart. Um, we're we're hardwired. Now I'm Filipino. Okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> we're, we're, we're hardwired to basically pleasure in pain. Whoa. That's we're hardwired. God's calling you into a holy place. And as soon as something gets too hard, we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. But pleasure, oh, come on, give that a bit more go. I am thinking we can make it work. That's Biologically, that's what we are. That's that, based on stimuli and receptors and all that sort of stuff. And so what you have uh, is that the calling I have in my life, God called me apostolically from eternity past, or eternity. And as good as that is, so you get a prophetic word, you go to a conference, someone's, oh, they've, <clears throat> they've recognised what's over me. You know, I've got a word. The Lord shown me. Yeah, well done. You are right at the beginning of that Monopoly board. <laughs> and people talk like it's a done deal. So what I've, what's come to, to light on my inner world recently that the Holy Spirit's been um, highlighting to me is the calling and the election of my life. I'm making it sure, but it is sure. But on that journey is that life will forge me and fortify me. You cannot avoid heavenly process. And I want to say this, I'm going to talk about a subject that I've never talked about here, but right now it's as extremely prophetic as you get. I want to say this, is that I've been through some hardship in my life and I would say most of the hardship was based on my poor choices. So if you are a, du- if you are a dummy... Pause and meditate. If you're going to be dumb, be tough. No one likes a dummy and a windjer. Okay, this is really amusing my wife. You know how so, handling this subject very gently. You know, like like my mother died just like right in front of me before my first child was born. It was never. It wasn't God took her home or anything like that. There were a series of incredibly poor choices, incredibly poor choices. And I'd never, ever once go, wow, how, did you, how can you do this, God? Never did it. Any problem in my life is nearly grounded and rooted in, in my poor choices. I'm so free in that. Do you know how empowering that is? Can someone say amen? God's not up there. He's not, he's not a masochist. He wants to make it as gentle as possible. Did you know that the Lord said to David, and David went through a fair bit. He said this really weird uh, paradoxical statement. It says, your gentleness has made me great. And you know what? God will be as gentle as he can with you, but he's gotta get you where he's gotta get you. That's why we have the comfort of the Holy Spirit. We need need the comfort of the Holy Ghost. So the things I've been through in life has forged me to lay a hold of my calling. Otherwise, I'm just gonna flit around like a butterfly and a peacock with two sets of tail feathers from conference to conference. It's not real, darling, sweetie, sweetie, darling. It's not real. <laughs> then you got the airline. <coughs> we are fully getting delivered from that culture, praise the Lord. And on the inside, <laughs> just calling it. We heard the term frenemy? Anyway, so so all right. <coughs> all right. So what we have on this journey we experience levels of resistance. So there's a grace and an enablement, but in the same time, there's resistance. Pressure can be outside and felt as an internal stimuli or external stimuli, and you receive it as pressure, but there's resistance. So you got this holy call, but there's a part of your life that doesn't want it. People going, you don't say. It's, It's true. And the Lord goes, I love you too much to let you stay the way you are because we are, we have this appointment with the throne of God and if we study out the word uh, uh, glory which means exceedingly great excellence and splendor but wait, it's the word kabod, okay? And just by coming here and worshipping regularly you get used to his kabod. Now what's happened is again, there's some things on a discretion level I can't cite. I mean great, we, deaf ear opened up last week and we're seeing a lot of things like that. A lot more's happening But what you do, when when you worship the Lord, you go into that realm of kabod and if something starts to happen, I'm not saying transmutation, but something starts to happen, you lay a hold of a a superior substance than what's been carried around in this hologram called earth. Because that glory is weight. Jesus walked through walls post-resurrection. The walls were missed. He was solid. Because he ate in front of them. And he says, gee, touch my hands. Have a look. Put that hand in the side type tail. And so when we, when angels going up, glory coming down, this exchange, it's is, is indispensable. So here we go. This is the point. So 1 Peter 4, 1 to 2. Here we go. You ready? I'm expecting all these amens. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Get on with it. All right. Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, in the natural, arm yourselves also with the same mind for he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. So that that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh or just natural impulses and drives for the lust of men, but for the will of God. So you've got, this is a commandment. Now, for some reason, there's been a lot of Peter going on in my world, a lot of of 1st, 2nd Peter. And so it says, Jesus suffered and says, if you arm yourself with the same mind, there will be a discovery of the will of God. That's what scrolls and books are all about. Now, firstly, I know at the moment, this has got, you can hear, you can hear a mouse chewing a piece of cheese in this room right now. I do get it. You can hear a, can hear a pin drop. But let me just say this before people get too like, is this, suffering is not torment. Torment involves devils. Suffering involves pressure. And that pressure and resistance can be external combined with internal. And this is why, this, if we don't understand this, we'll interpret it as punishments and God forsaking. That's not what it means. When you lay a hold of the holy call or let him lay a hold of you, you start going deep into God and you'll find that there are things on the inside that are incompatible. You go, well, why doesn't he just let them stay there? You know, come on. I want to go in the glory, but does this, maybe this. You know, if we get everything we desire, and I'm turning in a bit of a motivational talk, here. that's not my intention, but we don't change. When we get all the things that we believe we're meant to have, we'll take those things and destroy ourselves and others with it. This is why, in the Promised Land, he didn't go. Look, here we go. At next, sort of like, okay, okay, all right, all right. Lotto numbers. Okay, tribe of Judah, off you go, claim your inheritance. Here we go, Simeon. Uh, uh, here we go, you know, uh, 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 Ze- uh, Zebulun, Issachar. Come on, yeah, you know, and like it's like Oprah handing out cars. <laughs> God said, all right, you've really, you've, you've pretty much rejected the. The covenant, I'm going to have to reduce it. and We're going to have to change, change the terms and conditions of the warranty in the covenant. And so you're going to take it one city at a time. Now, Taking it one city at a time will ensure that you don't just get everything. You know, you've got this... <laughs> I, <laughs> my dad told me something very funny last night. Now, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one here, but I tend to laugh at really inappropriate things. <laughs> so he was telling me that one of his mates... Left his wife, and right after he left her, she won the lottery. <laughs> You're the same. There you go. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like bummer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but you get people, and they, you get people who win the lottery, and their inner world is is is, is custard, it's mashed potato. There's no structure. And then somehow you get these people, you get this, there's been whole documentaries on this. They just went out and just bought a million dollars worth of hats, you know, or, or, or what do we just, because there's no inner reality matching the external, in fact, it destroyed them, ruined their, their you know, can you imagine like, <laughs> oh, I could go so far with this, Anyway, but but what you have is this inner world needs transformation so we can actually hang out with God and not, can handle the glory. So suffering is not torment, but it's when we find inner resistance to external pressure. You know, so this is what I want, this is, I'm going. To, again, I'm just going to get more and more and more pointed. Has there been suffering and pressure? Well, let's just, let's, I'm going to be Captain Obvious, okay? COVID, all right? Initially, I was cynical, all right? I thought, you know, it's a flu, but some people got really crook from it. However, it was mostly non-lethal except for people with, with preconditions and all sorts of, at certain ages and all that sort of stuff. But, but, I, but COVID was real. I, I You know, I had, a, I, I, I had a couple of dates with Omicron um, and there was, some, there was one Sunday. It was, it, it was real. It was real. But then you had the government get involved. Now, I, I, uh, one of my favourite quotes from Ronald Reagan is the scariest couple of things you could ever hear. Is hello, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> <laughs> then there were lockdowns. So basically, basically there, was, there wasn't such fear mongering and alarmism. It was like the decisions that were made were like to kill a fly on a pl- plate glass coffee table with a sledgehammer. And the cost benefit analysis was ignored, it's still ignored. It's a disgrace. Cause suffering. Se- Families separated physically. You couldn't visit a di- someone in palliative care who's dying in case you gave them COVID. <laughs> People separated from loved ones, division within family, losing jobs, suffering. Now what happened is this, is that it's got all sorts of a knock-on effect. We are completely, uh, uh, um, you know, We've spent ourselves as a a country into crazy debt. That will have to get paid off. There's just ridiculous, ridiculous things taking place. And it's caused suffering. Now, if we keep spending money, what will happen? Our children and grandchildren will be paid off that debt, cause them suffering. Okay? But here's the deal. What's interesting, now you can answer this, I I don't know, I've got my own opinion, is this came to the church. 2020 lockdowns now initially there was sort of like an exhilarating like you know you haven't lived as an Aussie unless you've taken a day off of school and bludged it without your parents knowing alright I used to I used to be quite good at it go in the roll no worries bell go off my kids watching this oh dang ah <laughs> <coughs> yeah right Bueller 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then sort of like and then sort of <laughs> we had a we, we, we actually burnt a teacher out I've got to tell you this what would happen is everyone like, like, okay alright can we segue for a second okay okay this is, this is permissible I hated maths and I went to the there was a very advanced maths and then there was a, the you know reasonable one as year 11 and I'm like oh this looks like work and I'm not going to do it in Year 12. I'm, I'm putting a request to go into the um, the dummy class, all right? And you're not allowed to say that these days because because they're there in development. They're on a journey. Okay, so I was in the dummy class, and basically, is that I'm like, <laughs> I walk in there, it's people. The teacher wasn't in yet. People standing in their chairs, they're throwing paper planes, writing caricatures in the ball like this. I'm going, I found my tribe. <laughs> I found my tribe, mucking around, <laughs> like this, and the t- teacher comes, oh yes, and someone took the teacher's desk, because we're back in that. you had the old desks where you put stuff underneath it in, in rows, they took the teacher's desk and they turned it backwards, so he said, whoa, what's it, you know, and there's just like, awesome class. So I knew it wasn't going to. Then what would happen is that no one do any work, and then someone would get the tests from the desk of the exam, and then and then what would happen? Everyone would sit in a row during the exam and copy off each other. Okay, I know no one else has done that here, but then everyone would bludge that class and leave it, and they'd always say the same thing: "Where's so and so?" "I was gone to the chiropractor." There's always chiropractor or physio, and it was, oh, okay, like not didn't, didn't, yeah, poor guy had a breakdown. But one day, sort of like, someone goes, he, he, he did one of this, Bueller, 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 Weatherly, Weatherly, like this. Where's Todd? I goes, someone goes, at the end of lunch, I saw him running down the back oval, jumping the fence. And, and, and the teacher said, he's probably gone to the chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> so at the beginning of 2020, we all got time off, and are gonna stay safe. And we like we were bludgeoning, it was great. But then reality bit. And we realized that two weeks to flatten the curve, so what you've got is that the, the official line is we're in crisis management and we actually had to make this happen as we had to play jazz and improvise at the time was what the Bible teaches is very different. It says in Psalm 2, it says, why do the nations rage and plot, plan and conspire a vain thing? Planning, plotting and conspiring is part of leadership, government. And there's a lot of it going on. So why am I saying this? Because when you think crises is in your rear vision mirror, there are more plans. You can't get out of it. So when we actually have to know what it is to go through this on a godly level, and not just endure it, but prosper and transcend like it's nothing. Can someone say amen? This is what it's about. But this stuff is is actually happening, it's taking place. And so in 2020, the church in Australia went through a test. Did the church learn? Did it get fortified? Did it grow? Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. It's not the same everywhere. But is the church trying to go back into, you know, click your heels together three times and say there's no place like 2019? It ain't going to happen. Because structural things have happened within government and culture and media And it's not going back to that we actually have to find God in this we have to the minute you want to disassociate because you're overwhelmed we have to make sure are we hearing Jesus and doing it or are we just consumers and we want to engage pleasure because just engaging pleasure and not the grace of God has its own crisis attached to it so this is a no wiggle room scenario but it's it's exciting because uh, uh, this stuff's happening for those who, I, I, like, I like educating people, so look, if you don't like this stuff, just put your ears, fingers in your ears for about the next minute and a half, okay? If it's, a, uh, it's overwhelming, I'm just going to tell you the facts. So right now, it, it, it is mainstream media, is owned, it's a it's private entity, okay? So they can choose what they want, they can go through the editorial process and, and, and censor what they want. For those who aren't there's been a series of ecological disasters in America. One, they are citing almost on a Chernobyl level there's derailment, a derailment of a cargo train in East Palestine, Ohio, and it was carrying vi- uh, uh, um, stuff that makes PVC. I think vinyl chloride or something like that, I can't remember. And what they did is that it derailed and the National Guard blew up the remaining ones to stop a, a, a bigger fire, but it created almost a mushroom cloud effect and we're talking like we're talking the ecological fallout it's got in the ground already. See, see this, this substance, it actually binds to, to water, it binds to soil, and, and then it manifests, especially with water, in the form of hydrochloric acid. So you've got the Ohio River, which services roughly 10% of the US, but also it looks like it might even get in the Mississippi. Six hours away in Kentucky, they're having light drizzle and, 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 and birds are falling out of the sky. This is really happening. Will you re li- Will you read it in the advertiser? I don't think you will read anything in the advertiser, noteworthy. (laughs) Married at first sight. (laughs) Sex shops. It's a rag. It's a rag. Don't don't, don't defile your intelligence by reading that rubbish. You won't read any of that sort of stuff because there's such censoring taking place and there's, there's stuff happening in Florida. Netherlands of a similar nature. Here's what's interesting. I think a little while ago, you can look this up if you want to. Get, if you want to go truth is stranger than fiction, type this in. We've gone over a minute and a half. Keep your fingers in your ears, and I'll just wave until I'm finished. Right, um, is there is a Netflix movie called White Noise that's just been released, and it's about. A cargo train derailed, carrying toxic substances, blowing it up, creating ecological disaster, killing birds and everything and wildlife, and it's set in Ohio. I mean, you like, come on. So you can only go la 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 too long because what will happen is that this pressure is manifesting, and we need to understand what that looks like. Do you know what? I praise God I'm on the earth now. I, I really, really do. I praise God I'm here now. Right? I know sometimes I go, why wasn't I? You know, my dad was born at the beginning of the, of the Second World War and he, he was in the Navy. He came out, came to Australia. You didn't even have to finish year 12. You could finish year 9. And you go, what do you want to do when you grow up? And you go, I want to do this. I want to do that. And just go and apply. Boring. Next. And you could pay off a mortgage in seven years on one income. It's Different times. So I praise God I'm here now because of the opportunity and the opportunity to see a move of God. And then you've got this juxtaposed with the moves of God in the college campuses in the the United States. We're talking like nameless, faceless type deal. There's no cult of celebrity around it. I, I will show a clip at the end, but someone just on a piano and people getting into it. And it's sort of like, you know, no smoke and mirrors. Okay, uh, 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 anything like that, well, this, is, this is really happening, we're in Isaiah 60, great light and great darkness, but we're called to arise and shine, and uh, uh, for his light to come and the glory of the Lord has risen, so here we go, uh, hang on, all right. First Peter 4, 12, 13, we're, we're coming, the plane starting to circle the runway, beloved, do not think it's strange, you know when we go through stuff and you're going, wow, what I'm going through, it's unique, They got a whole path. I'm somehow going through This is, this is, I'm special. This is special. So let's just see what the Bible says. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing was happening to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceedingly great joy. So, what we have, and you could say one day when I see him, you know what? You're in a fiery trial or pressure or flipsis or resistance. You're rejoicing and in that rejoicing, his glory revealed to you. Because this is where we find the Lord in this season. Yes, we meet him in the cloud. Yes, God dwells in the praises of his people. But I believe this is what it's coming down to right now. Okay. Um, I'll give you a little bit of a snippet of something. I'll, I'll sort of, I'm going to dart between a couple of subjects and then I'm going to land the plane. Everything that is happening in the world is being clearly communicated to the masses already. Okay? You'll own nothing and be happy. Digital ID, the way forward, 15 minute city, smart city. It's been communicated. Now, what happens on a spiritual level when something's communicated and you go, huh? Huh? Hmm? what happens that lack of response is taken as compliance everything is being communicated now and what you got is that there's no surprises i am blown away so let's get seriously you want to know what's happening study old marxism and communism is we're seeing this happen through mass media telling you what you should value the messaging taking place. If you do messaging here like a false prophet, it will come up over here unless the people say no. When you just passively consume knowledge, your lack of action is taken as an act of compliance. But when you say no, especially the values around your children, what's happening in schools is insane. You've got kids developing, vulnerable, not working out their identity. The cement's still wet and yet darkness has been spoken into their identity. And we're seeing an airbrushed presentation of this radical ideology. It is satanic. And this is why we, we, we it's not just about our current fields, it's about what is God doing on the earth? I am so encouraged by this outpouring taking place in America because they've engaged with the tabernacle of David. It's so awesome. So this is what I think we're presented. This is not necessarily an either or, but I think there's a choice being presented to us right now. Okay, and this is the choice. I believe that there is crisis coming that's inevitable because it's been communicated to us. Okay, we're going to change the Constitution, but we're not going to tell you what it is until just before. And remember that I'm from the government and I'm here to help, Right if we're talking the social engineering that's taking place is madness, crisis. Everything that starts off with a Marxist overtone, whether you r- realize it or not, always ends in tears. Mao Zedong, the cultural revolution. We are gonna, through technology, we're gonna master nature and human nature. Disaster, Cambodia, disaster. North Korea, what a basket case. This is what is in the atmosphere. So here's the deal, that's coming. I believe to offset that as God is my witness and I'm going to explain why we choose that try and avoid it or sacrificial living God meets us in that place you and God are a majority now I hope some of you like the more slimline version of me because I've been eating a lot less I'll tell you what right now I, this is what I'm like I would rather go to the headmaster and take my lumps in one hit. Okay? Well, you missed a spot. (laughs) Missed a spot. This is not very politically correct, but I don't care. Oh, you missed a spot. Rather than dragged out over weeks and weeks. I have found for me personally is making worship and praise my highest priority every day and fasting. I'm experiencing the glory of God. I wasn't going to share this, but I will share it. I was here... Thursday, now it's very hard to get in the sanctuary these days, everyone's booking it up alright So <laughs> I've got a book coming in here right so I put on worship I walk down here and the Lord instantly manifesting to me I don't think, you peeps who are praising God during the week here I don't think you understand the open heavens where we're on the verge of visitation, can someone say amen we're on the verge of visitation we really are we really are, but we need to know our part. I came here and the glory cloud manifested, but sometimes it's like, a, like that, but this is like a column. And there was Jesus. If you saw someone through a lot of water and they sort of like their image was like this, it was like that. And this is what I want to explain something because I'm coming to a pointy end of the, the message and why encounter best illustrates what's taking place. So it's Thursday. And I've already spoken on this on Wednesday to the interns. I'm looking at him, and I just lose it, just bawling my eyes. It's the Lord. It's the Lord. Now, the context of it was suffering. I just knew there was suffering in there. I don't understand it. And I'm looking at him, and I'm... He looks through you, you know, eyes of flame of fire. I was so consumed with his love for me. I was like... That's what... And and his person. The suffering was just like information. I didn't feel it. It was like I was in the fiery furnace. And the fourth one was like the Son of God, who is that fourth man. And so what you have is 2020 happened. Did the church find the Lord in it and learn? Cause it's gonna cycle around. Cause that's what they're telling you and I. And everything's gonna be sold. It's gonna be wonderful, new utopia. You hear the word utopia, run a million miles but people aren't being taught history anymore so they can be deceived. Study out Cambodia. Study out Korea. Study out all through Africa. Venezuela, how's that working out? This is where we're at in history. And so for me, I go, sacrificial living, meeting God in the clouds, being aware of his love and his power. But if we don't, crisis will come, we might not be prepared in our inner world. I believe this is a word of God for the church today in Jesus' name. This is real. So I wasn't even going, but Lord, this is not like this. No, 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 no. I'm just, I, was, I could, I, his love. And then this is what made me realise this, is his call on my life. I have dragged my feet a bit. I maybe should have been different places than I am now, but probably not. I dragged my feet because it's, 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 it's full on. Then what happened? I could see in my life where I would lay a hold of God and He would meet me in suffering. If you suffer for the Lord, promotion is always on the other side. There's suffering through poor choice, deferral, procrastination, partial obedience, disobedience, there's always suffering. I don't wanna suffer for my dumbness. I wanna suffer for the Lord because we all have an appointment. You go through and you get forged in fire you get fortified. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Greater. And you start to meet the real God and not the theoretical God. This is, who thinks this is exciting? Come on. So this is why, for me, it's like, well, let's just give ourselves over to praising God. See, there, there, there's, there's, you have a day, you know, you know that song, you've had a bad day, like this. And you're aware, and narcissism will go, I don't feel good, so everything's bad. We project through our filter, everything, everything is bad, eh, like this. No, 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 you just feel bad. Everyone should could probably feel different. And then you actually, what well, you come to the Lord, and this is what happens. That's you, 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 Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. This is what God's calling us to do. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Do not forget to do good and share, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Right now in this season, hey, right now in this season, is this is exciting. God's putting before us a preparatory reality. And in sacrifice, there's no torment. Now, let's just get down to brass tacks before we put on this quick video, okay? Very quick. When you go before the Lord and you meditate on the Word, or you're in the Word or you're praising Him and you feel bad, be encouraged. It's a demon and a poor structure and selfishness and having a tantrum. Can you imagine feeling terrible by getting into God? You go, Houston, something's wrong. If you go to God and ask for bread, He's not gonna give you a serpent you ask for a fish he's not going to give you a stone you're in the right place and if you're going through personal crises in his presence then it's something intrinsic or or linking into something extreme uh, intrinsic and linking up this is what's so exciting because you get purified we're gonna we are going to i will tell you what right now i've i've wondered this i'm going i live in the 21st century weird you know hey they really knew what they're talking about when they named that real estate company after that didn't they playing for the long game I'm going, are we going to see stories of a biblical level happen now? Like Daniel in the lion's den. Daniel in the lion's den. The fiery furnace. He didn't sort of like go like this. Whoa, we've said no. Fingers crossed. Rabbit foot. Four leaf clover. Wishbone. Oh, wish me luck. Offer up some prayers and hopes for me. My thought. You're in my thoughts. The guy's so f- full of glory. And if God delivers us. He will and if he won't, he won't. They knew, they knew, they knew, they knew. And this is where God's calling us in this season is that we can, this is the cool part. When you, instead of waiting for crisis to go, what's that sound? Instead of that, it's got to be visceral because you'll remember it. You start sacrifice of praise. Worship, blessing His name. Do you know what He visits you? He, he, he pours out His Spirit. He pleasures at His right hand forevermore. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Knowing Him, uh, death is a, uh, love is as strong as death. My beloved is mine, and I am His. And His desire is for me. You transcend it rather than going oh like this. I'll tell you what, we're going to see insane things in this season. I believe in this very short season, we're going to see a lot of personal and corporate prophecies fulfilled in Jesus' name. Who's excited about that? And He's calling us in. The fact that we got the same directive from heaven as happening all through America. Can you imagine, can you imagine, can you imagine if, 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 if the most of the body of Christ got a hold of this and just started engaging the tabernacle of David, So much will change. That's what they shut down in 2020. No corporate gatherings. And we need to gather and worship and not take it for granted that we're being down the track. Maybe they'll try and prevent. Is that video downloaded? Can we show that? This is what's happening in America right now. A lot
1: of people are starting to do that. And the good news is a lot of people are starting to think more about what happens when you die. They are becoming much more interested in the spiritual life, which has been basically extinguished in the public square for a long time. So here's a sign that people are becoming more interested. Asbury University, which is a private Christian college in Wilmore, Kentucky, outside Lexington, began hosting a prayer service a week ago, but it never ended. It's still going on. People just keep showing up from around the world. The university has even set up overflow chapels to accommodate demand. Here's what it looks like. So we keep hearing about this, there haven't been many news stories on it, but it's all over social media, on TikTok, actually, of all places, and reports that people are flying in from Singapore and New Zealand to join whatever this is. And so we thought it'd be worth finding out, what is it? Allison Perfader is the student body president at Asbury University, and she joins us. And Allison, you're so nice to come on, thank you. What is, what is this, do you think?
2: Right. What is this? That's what we, I mean, that's the question, right? And um, a, a theme or a Bible verse that we've all been sharing with each other is Habakkuk 1. And the Lord says, look at the nations and watch for I'm doing something in your day that you wouldn't believe if you were told. And it's happening and we can hardly believe
1: it. Well, it seems remarkable. I mean, so many stories, you see them and you think, that's very different, I'm not quite sure what it means, but it's worth learning more. So my understanding is this began in a completely conventional service and a boy got up and started talking about his own flaws and then it just, something changed in the atmosphere and it never ended, is that fair?
2: That's completely what happened. Um, so here at Asbury University, three mornings a week we have chapel at 10 a.m. sharp. The whole student body gets together and we we sing praise to the Lord and we hear a message from a speaker. And for seemingly no reason at first, on on Wednesday, February 8th, it didn't end. And that's that's kind of the logistical side of what's been going on. And then, you know, on the on the deeper side of things, what's been happening here since Wednesday is there's a there's a young army of believers who are rising to claim Christianity the faith as their own as a young generation and as a free generation and that's why people can't get enough
1: that's amazing so you you felt like something like this was going to happen because everything finds equilibrium i think who are the people who are coming where are they coming from
2: um, we don't know most of them. Um, we've obviously been getting calls, hundreds of calls, to the university switchboard number, um, but we have friends here from Brazil, from Indonesia, um, almost every state, um, and, and they just keep coming. And and it's no wonder, you know, and it's like you said, I mean, especially in the midst of tragedies like what we've seen in Michigan State University and, and even yeah. farther back to 2020, especially our generation was impacted, so much. And so you have to wonder, you know, what's going to break? And in this case, the Holy Holy Spirit has interceded for us here at Asbury and and across the nation.
1: I assume you don't know how long this will continue?
2: I could not tell you, and I wouldn't wouldn't
1: want to guess. (laughs) Allison, thank you.
0: Great to see you. appreciate it.
2: Thank you. Really, thank you.
0: It's amazing, isn't it? you meet God, God dwells in the praises of his people this is an exciting time to be alive get your communion out, can we put the pads on please, Holy Ghost and you don't have to come to the services here, you can do it at home but you come here, there is a bit of gear going on in the atmosphere, like amazing 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 it's exciting times isn't it We're really seeing it. I don't think you uh, under—I think we underestimate. Greater is He who's in me than He is in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Holy Ghost. Uh (laughs) I was laughing at at the end of the worship, going, "How did I get in this position?" Eh? It's bizarre for me sometimes. It's almost yeah, out of body. All right, Lord, thank you. We thank you that you have chosen everyone here to be initiators and carriers and catalysts for visitation and outpouring. Thank you, Lord, that you dwell in the praises of your people. And also, Lord, you are near to those with a contrite heart. We thank you, Lord God, that you want us to live for you because we're already co-crucified. And I thank you for transcendent realities of the realms of the Spirit in the glory. Thank you right now for your presence. I thank you that we are at the beginning of visitation in this church, in this state. Thank you that we're at the beginning of visitation. Thank you, Lord. I thank you right now. When we partake of your broken body and your shed blood, Lord, I just thank you that it shows that you've already done the heavy lifting. And we say yes to you, and the outpouring of your spirit and the tabernacle of David so that Gentiles might come in into the kingdom. In Jesus' name, bless us our body.